ESPN Honolulu brings you On Point with Artie Wilson. Brought to you by Ultimate Innovations, Artie Wilson and Associates, Hawaii State Federal Credit Union, and the Kahala Clinic for Children and Family. Aloha, aloha, and welcome to the show. Happy Friday to everyone. And it's always a pleasure to be with you and looking forward to this show and having some fun with you. We'll talk a lot of sports. I don't know about all of you out there in Radio Land, but this is, uh, I said it last week and I'll say it again, this is the best time of the year when it comes to being a sports fan. I mean, you've got, you got football that is in week six or seven. You've got basketball that has just kicked off and it's already got some wild things going on. And then you have the baseball, Major League Baseball Championship Series going on. What is better than this? The only problem with this is if you're like me, your days are getting longer and longer and longer because you record things and you stay up till we the wee hours of the morning to catch up and to watch things. And then you're kind of worn out because if you're like me, you're still working, you know, really hard to try and uh, take care of clients and make a living and do all these things. I need a weekend to to rest from the week, but then the weekend is full of football and whatnot, so I need a Monday to rest from the weekend, and it just, the vicious cycle continues. It's a crazy time, but man, is it great. NBA season kicked off. Whew. Poor Russell. Who Who is, oh man, how can I even say this? Who is going to be the worst, Russell? Or Ben Simmons. I mean, gosh. And and if I'm putting my money, if I could pick one of those guys to to just bring along with me, I'm bringing Ben. I mean, no. Excuse me. That was a that was a slip. I'm bringing Russ, without a doubt. I I res- I respect Russ's tenacity and how hard he wants to play. The fit in L.A. I said in the beginning I thought it would work. I was wrong. It did not work, and it has not worked. And Russ is not the kind of guy that can play alongside LeBron and AD, and it's become very apparent. I tend to agree with Charles Barkley. It's time for the Lakers to find a a trade partner. They need to just bite the bullet and make it happen. Uh, that's going to be the case. Let's go to the phone lines. We've got a couple of callers holding on. I got my guy, Sean. What's up, Sean? How you doing? Hey, how's it going, Artie? Well, I'm I'm a little tired from watching all these games I've oh. recorded late at night and, and, and all, but I've been watching everything, and it's it's been interesting. It's almost like preseason. I mean, almost like midseason right now with the way the guys are playing. Well, the way the Dallas and the Suns played the other night, oh. I thought that was a playoff game. No was kidding. That was, that was a great game. That was a great game. Great game. Luka Doncic is—he's—he's he's a bad—he's a—he's a bad man, but he is—he—he he still—yeah—he he, still has not 
made the commitment to do the off-season workouts to get his yep. body cut up and refined. Yep. If if someone I, could I get him, yep. go ahead, Sean. No, I, I I was, I I mean his game is to me it's still at the same level as, and he has a great game and I just think the fine tuning would strengthen his game and his 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 level of play. And, and a lot of the times, Artie, if you watched him play, a lot of their defenses is to protect uh, protect Luca, and that's what happened with Damian Lee getting open for that three point shot. That would have never happened if they were playing a tighter man to man, but they can't do that because of Luca. Yeah, Luca. Luca hasn't. He's not bought into being a defensive presence at all. But the thing that disappointed me because I had heard that he had been, you know doing the diet thing and nutrition and he had people working out and this he does not look like he has refined and and chiseled that body at all he still looks like a big kid who who yeah. has got baby fat on him and speaking of refined i was stunned to see james harden i mean he actually looks good already james He's harden playing pretty well yeah james harden looks good but whatever laziness that james harden had Last year, it read, it 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 went to Joel Embiid. <laughs> God, yeah. Joel Embiid looked. Uh, he looked slow. He looked lazy. He looked Joel Embiid. I thought he was going to come in and just prove to everybody that he was the dominant big. He is now falling way down the list, in my opinion, based on just his yeah. effort, his effort, his attitude, and yeah. his performance. Yeah, and, and yeah, the funny thing is, I thought the Sixers looked good as far as it's just a, like you said the adjustments and they got. I mean, it, yeah, Embiid has to get on the stick and, and and get moving, but I didn't think they looked bad. You know, I, I thought I knew they weren't going to beat the Bucks, but they started off the game gangbusters. So I thought, wow, this might be interesting. But the Bucks just wore them out like they do. Well, Giannis is 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 he is a freak. He is he is an yeah. exceptional player. It's so funny, uh, you know, he he has risen. I didn't know if he was mentally going to be mentally tough. He has proven that he is he is mentally pretty pretty tough, and he's growing up yeah. and becoming a grown man. And, yeah. and the NBA better be careful because he could be the dominant player for the next three to five years without a doubt. Without a doubt. Yeah, I, in fact, I, I would say five easy if, if that's the pace he's going on. Yeah, but, he, you know, the Lakers are still the Lakers. Are, are they, even with Russ no, not really fitting in, he's not – there's more problems with this uh, Russell Westbrook. Oh, no question. They can't stop anybody. No, no. They can't. Yeah, they don't – You know, I, and then when you saw them – when I saw them play the Warriors, you know what was amazing? Stephen Curry had 33 points, and he didn't play the fourth quarter at all. Well, the Warriors, it, it almost is unfair that they made the Lakers play the Warriors and the Clippers, the top two teams probably in the West, yeah. the first two games coming coming off of the season that they had last year. Let's put the Lakers out there and make them look even worse. And the Lakers are far yeah. from being ready to be primetime players. I, yeah. I, don't, I don't know if the roster constructed this year is any better than what was last year. Because Malik Monk, no, Malik Monk could shoot the ball. Yeah, but 
No, I, yeah, I, and what, what impressed me was the Warriors played 15 guys already. I mean, yeah. Kamenga and Wiseman got into the game, and they look really good. But 15, I can't remember a team that can rotate 15 guys to play. Yeah, that usually doesn't happen. That usually doesn't happen. But you know the beauty of that? It will, it will take some of the mileage off of Steph Curry and Klay Thompson and, and yep. some of the veterans so that the, the young guys can grow up and become major parts. Jordan Poole. It looks yeah. like it wasn't a freak thing for him last year because he's come out and he still is looking like he is a he is a future star in this league. Yeah, yeah. But I, I was I was impressed with Wiseman and Kamenga, especially on the defensive side. They really covered the ground because they're long. Yeah. So now you have long guys on that team, and that kind of eliminates what used to be Golden State's hole. Although I never believed that because they still play good team defense. And uh, it's, it, I was impressed. Yeah, it really well, was. I tell you what, it's going to be an interesting NBA season this year. Ben Simmons. Uh, yeah, ben yeah, Simmons. Shines. I got to get your take on Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons. He wants to make a living, but he doesn't want to. I mean, it almost looks like he doesn't want to put in the work or, or the effort to play. Almost looks like? It does look like. He does not want to put like, in the yeah. work. He hadn't done anything to improve. Let me tell you, I can take no. anybody out and over a summer improve their jump shot if you are an athlete. And he's an athlete. He's a player. He hasn't done anything to make himself better as a basketball no. player. He's stealing money. Shame on Ben Simmons. Yeah. And you know the, the the sad part about it, Artie, is he has physical gifts that oh. he doesn't even use. Yeah, he he is. Yeah, he has a lot of talent. He has a lot of physical skills, but he is he is mentally a midget. He is weak. He is weak minded, yeah. and he doesn't care enough to get good. And people cuddle him and baby him and and tell him yeah. he's okay and and just be you, Ben. Just be you. Enough of yeah, that, man. Yeah. I would, I would be on him as a as a teammate to be like, man, we don't even need you if you're not bringing your game. And you know, you know, today's game, Marty, the game I'm going to be watching, Raptors and the Nets, because I'm telling you, that's going to be interesting to see because the Nets had a bad loss for their first game, and Raptors look pretty good. We keep forgetting that these guys were the NBA champs, you know, two well, three Nick, years ago. Nick Nurse is a good coach. I, to yep. me, to me, what's becoming apparent is the the Nets. I'm not sure Steve Steve uh, um, Nash can coach. I don't I don't know if he if he pushes the right buttons or pulls the right strings with guys as a coach. You know, some guys who are great players don't turn out to be great coaches. I'll give you an example. Magic Johnson. Magic Johnson was not a good coach. Okay, Steve Nash might be in that same category. Now, Steve Kerr is an an, opposite. He wasn't a great player. He was a good player. He was basically a role player. He was a student of the game, understood the game, and had some talent, but he wasn't a superstar. Okay, he's turned out. Monty Williams, sorry. Monty Williams, same thing. Uh, uh, Doc Rivers. Doc Rivers wasn't a superstar. He was a great, a good player, but he wasn't a great player. But yeah. Steve Nash was a great player. I'm not sure he's a great coach. Uh, yeah. um, I, I, you, you tend to wonder how much of it is the coaching or the GM, especially for that team. Well, 
who whoever it is, they better fix it or there's gonna be there's gonna be yeah. vacancies on and, and for sale signs on some of those homes. All right, Sean, we yeah, got a roll. Guys are going fishing. Yeah, no <laughs> kidding, no kidding. Appreciate your phone call, buddy. I'll be in Thank touch you, with you. Take care. Have a good weekend. All right, you too. All right, we gotta take our first break and when we come back. We're going to travel across the ocean and across parts of the continent to talk to our good friend, Rich Miana. We'll be back right after this. Welcome back to the show. Let's go across the continent, talk to our good friend, have a few moments with Rich Miano. What's up, Rich? How you doing? How you doing, Artie? I'm doing good, man. I'm doing, doing well. You must be out watching uh, walkthrough practice. I'm with Dan Smith right now, Kanoa Leahy, and our producer. We're about to meet with the Hawaii coach. We just got finished talking to Jay Norvell and the offensive coordinator and defense coordinator. So we're just doing some uh, due diligence, so to speak, on this football game tomorrow. Well, who's going to win it? Let's just ask you that. Oh, well, you remember last week when you asked me who was going to win it, and I said Hawaii by 10. Yeah. I should have said, I think, 17, I think it was. But uh, I'm going with Hawaii again. I think it'll be a little closer, only because I think Colorado State has uh, better athletes than Nevada had. But um, I, I do think this will be uh, entertaining for two teams that are really struggling. I think it's going to come down to could come down to the last possession. Yeah, I think so. I think, I think Hawaii has a legitimate shot. You and I both agreed last week that Hawaii should beat uh, Nevada. Uh, this game, I think uh, Colorado State has struggled all season, but they're at home, and Hawaii has not put together back-to-back wins this year. This is going to be, to me, this is a kind of a make-it-or-break-it uh, game for the University of Hawaii to, to talk about the future for their season. Yeah, and I said it at the beginning of the season, you know, we'll know about this Hawaii football team around between week six and week nine. Well, we've seen the defense emerge the last two weeks, and when you think about college offense, you think one, I think, out of 131 teams, I think it's total offense. They're really bad in passing offense. They're bad in third down. Uh, they're the worst in the country in third down offense, in red zone scoring. So Hawaii's defense could really dominate this offense. And if that's the case, Hawaii's going to score some points. So I don't know about taking the over or the under, but I think uh, Hawaii being a, a, a dog in this game could win this football game outright. Yeah, I, I really believe Hawaii has a legitimate shot to get a a second win in a row in the season because, like you said, Colorado State has been, they've been awful. I mean, they've been awful on the offensive end. They can't, they can't score. No, they can't score already. And, you know, for Timmy Chang to get a win on the road and what that entails, right, when you're getting on buses and you're eating on the road and then you're traveling back on that long flight and stuff, this could do a lot for the confidence of this football team to show they can win on the road. They've won at home. They've won in conference. This could be something that catapults them to being competitive, you know, in the rest of these Mountain West Conference games. So I think this is a, a huge game for the Warriors, and um, I think they're ready. Yeah, well, I mean, the good thing is they, they won against Nevada, and I understand they they, they threw in their, their their commercial tickets and got a charter to go to, to, to Colorado. So, you know, winning winning makes you feel better and makes good things happen for you. So they, they didn't have a, a flight where they had to worry about going through everything that you go through when you fly commercial, but uh, they they are on the charter flight. They, they got there. They, they went a day earlier than normal. I think they're ready to get a win, and uh, it should be. 
it should be something positive for the Rainbow Warriors. Uh, for Timmy, going against a, a coach that, that uh, gave him a shot at being uh, on the staff, that's got to be kind of exciting as well to beat, beat so, so-called your mentor. Yeah, it is already. And just, you know, you're usually right on all your facts, but they actually flew commercial because oh, did they? I was sitting there in first class and I was expected to sit next to, to Coach Chang and he walks through with his two kids and I'm like, Timmy, I thought we were going to have seven hours to talk story about Hawaii football. And he was in the back with the rest of the coaches and the rest of the players. So trust me, those 300-pound O-line and D-line, they were sitting in some middle seats. So that was a long flight, and it wasn't charter. Oh, my goodness. You know, I did get my source wrong because I had somebody told me, no, we're taking a charter. And that, that t- correction stood. Thank you, Mr. Miyano. And, and by the way, you didn't give your first-class seat to Coach Shane? I did not give my first class seat to Coach Chang. I was just about to, and he had his two children with him, so I didn't want to, you know, separate separate up. the family up. Okay, okay, yeah, that that that's kind of you. That's big of you. I tell you, all right. But, well, but going back to the North, Jay Novell is his mentor. They're yeah. like family, so this is a huge game, you know. And Timmy said, "Hey, we're friends and family," but those three and a half hours, you know, this is going to be a gritty physical football game. They both kind of know each other. Thomas Sheffield and some of the other coaches were with Jay Norvell. So two weeks in a row, Timmy's had more than just a football game to play for. Yeah, well, this would be a big one. I think uh, I think Hawaii fans are excited to watch this uh, tomorrow, and I think it's going to be one that yeah. Rainbow Warriors should be able to get. I mean, I, I Colorado State yeah. is not putting fear in anybody uh, with the way they've played this year, but Every team wants to have a turnaround game. I think both Colorado State and Hawaii desperately want this win. No, they do, Artie. And the, the million-dollar question is, where should we eat dinner tonight? Charcoal broiler? Did you used to go there with uh, the famous Jim Leahy? Oh, hey, there's a there, that's the place. I'm pretty sure that's it. They had these booths. you got to understand, Rich. They had these booths that had little air. In, I mean, the air in there, it, would, it was weird. It would it would suck up your money, and you can't get the money back because it it would suck it up and take it down into this little hole, and you can't take the whole booth apart. I swear that was the greatest gratuity situation in the world because if you left a five dollar bill or three dollars, it would just the air conditioning, the way the whole thing was set up, would suck it up and take it into the hole, and you couldn't take the seats apart. I guarantee you, they had a way of doing that at the end of the night. Hey, let me ask you this now. What should we order? This is a steak place, correct? Well, you're in Colorado. You got to go steak. <laughs> We're going steak, man. I, probably a twenty ounce bone in ribeye. Yeah, you got to go steak, and you got you know who needs to pick up that tab? Who needs to pick up that tab? Dan Schmidt. Dan Schmidt needs to pick up that tab. Yeah. Hey, but what about? I think about, I think Kanoa is a vegetarian. So how about whoever paid for Rich's first class ticket picked up the tab? Oh well, yeah, maybe that probably would be the deal, Dan. And and Can- let Kanoa pick up something. My goodness. Well, we'll have Kanoa leave the tip. It might be about twelve percent. He doesn't have to re- remember when you're with a lay. He does. He doesn't have to leave a tip. He just needs to put the dollar bill or two dollars or three dollars, whatever it is, on the table, and that sucker will get sucked away. Now, unless they've changed their air conditioning heating system, it always sucks money away. Wow. Well, the weather is beautiful. There's no, not going to be any excuses. The stadium's unbelievable. The facilities are amazing. Hawaii should send all of its dignitaries as well as its uh, 
uh, facilities people up to take a look at this complex already because this university and this athletic facility is first class. How many seats? What, what does it seat? It seats 36,000. And it's nice, huh? And it's beautiful. I mean, this has got to be one of the best Mountain West conference facilities, and Hawaii needs to kind of get these blueprints and do something similar. All right. Well, we'll see. I mean, that's a whole other story, man. Look, I appreciate you spending some time with us this morning. You picking Hawaii by what? I'm picking Hawaii. I'm going to go uh, 24-17 Hawaii. All right. You hear it right here. Rich Miano, 24-17. Rainbow Warriors get a second win in a row, man. Appreciate your time. Give my best to to the boys up there. And uh, you guys have a good broadcast and bring a, bring a win home. You can't fly first cast back if you don't win. <laughs> you know that, bro. I'll be back and coach you if they lose. There you go. All right. Appreciate it, man. You guys have a good time. Okay. Rich yeah. Miano up at the... Colorado getting ready to to do the games uh, on Spectrum. And, of course, uh, the Veneri brothers will be calling the games here on ESPN 1420. I'm wondering if all the guys in the media are getting up there to eat together. And when you have the Miano and you have Dan Schmidt, you have Kanoa Leahy, you have both Veneri brothers, who picks up the tab? Who? I mean, really, Tanner, who picks up that tab? I'm not. That that could be an expensive dinner. Now it's in Colorado. The food is not as pricey as, as some places, but that would be a fun one to find out who is the one to pick up the tab, or do they all say, "Can we get individual checks here?" Be interesting to see. Anyway, we'll be back with more on point right after this. All right, welcome back to the show. Enjoyed talking with Rich Miano up on the mainland. He's uh, there to prepare for the Hawaii-Nevada game, and it should be a good one. I think tomorrow's game will go a long way toward determining what happens going down the road with this University of Hawaii football team this season. And to continue that talk and uh, talk a little high school football as well, let's go out to the phone lines. We've got Coach George Lumpkin on the line. What's up, Lump? How are you doing? I'm doing outstanding, Artie. How are you doing? I'm doing great, man. appreciate you coming on the line a little bit. I know you got a, you're coaching over at Kaiser High School, and you have a big one tonight, huh? Yeah, we have a big game. You know, this is the first round of the playoffs, and we're blessed to be there, and so it's it's a it's a big game for us. Pearl City is is a really good football team, well coached, you know. So and and be- you know now people a lot of people probably didn't even know that you were still very much involved in coaching and and when you coach at at college level D one level for as long as you did and now you're coaching high school level, it's a different quality as far as the skill sets and talent, but it's still very rewarding helping some of these young guys grow up and become older boys and, and young men, huh? Oh yeah. That's, that's what it's all about. That's what coaching I think is all about is to help young people, whether they're in college or whether they're in high school, give them some, some keys to navigate themselves through, through life, you know, and be a positive influence on them and, let them know that they can be a positive influence on on the community that they decide to uh, live in. You know, you you guys uh, have have had you know some some good games this year at Kaiser, and then other games you've you've kind of shown that you're young and 
and and really new at the game of football, you've got a lot of – do you find that just unbelievably challenging when you know you have some young guys who are athletic but they just haven't played enough football to really understand and to have instincts? Oh, boy, that's, that's really something that you really learn. The difference between college and high school is is that – when they come from high school, they have some type of skills and some type of instinct that they have, and that's why they're recruited to play at the university level, where in high school, is you, you're talking about bare nuts or whatever, how they, how they say that, uh, where just, you have to teach them every little bitty thing. Yeah, just raw talent. I mean, they, 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 some of them don't even understand leverage and things like that. Oh, no question about that. You know, but you know what? <laughs> in in, in uh, college, sometimes they don't understand that either. But you know, the the, the idea of how to attack is there's kids that have that instinctive, like you were talking about earlier, and there's some kids that you have to actually teach them how to be aggressive and how to to teach them how what instinct is all about. Yeah. Now you got you got a former University of Hawaii defensive lineman's son that's on your roster there, who's Who's a puppy? He's a young player, right? Yeah, big Isaac Sakawanga. His son is uh he's a freshman and he's playing nose guard for us and and he's only a freshman, but he'll get some playing time, you know. Uh this time of the year, you know, I think everyone has injuries and uh Akko is his name and Akko is he's he's gonna be a really, really good player. He's a good player right now. Uh just just a little immature. You know, he's only a freshman, but uh, he's going to be a good player. He'll get some playing time tonight. It'll be very interesting to see if he if he turns into anything like his father because his father was a was a grown man playing football at uh, in college, and he 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 just just a man. He's just a man. I mean, he's just a stud. Yeah, I tell you what, he still looks like he can play too because he comes out and helps us with the defensive line, you know, and gives the kids pointers and that that type of thing. So, But he looked like he could still play. I mean, Isaac was a force to be reckoned with when he was at the University of Hawaii. Yeah, he was. He was. Now, talking about the University of Hawaii, uh, they, they were able to get a win against a, a pretty bad Nevada team last week, and they're playing a team I think that might be worse than Nevada in, in Colorado State, although Colorado State, uh, you know, they, they're going to be at home, but this is a chance for the Rainbow Warriors to get a second win in a row for this season. And it seems like they're starting to play a little better football, but I think, I mean, what are your thoughts? Have you been able to watch some of the game? I know you can't watch it all because you guys play in practice and stuff, but have you been able to watch any of the games? Yeah, you know, the, uh, I, think what they, I think what they have done, I think what helped them this past, this past week was they started to put a little pressure on the, on the offensive team from a defensive point of view, you know, which I, I think is really important as, as a defensive coach. That's basically what I am. Now I have coached offense, but I think they started blitzing a little bit and putting a little pressure on the offense. And when you do that, I think it changed the whole complexion of the game and, and what people think. So, you know, I think with with uh, Timmy trying to change the culture over there at the University of Hawaii to to coaches that care and care about their players, you got to make sure that in changing the culture that you 
uh, keep the discipline. Yeah. You know that there's there's a separation between a coach and a player. You know, uh, but you got to have discipline on the team. And when you have discipline, you you got a great chance of getting players to do exactly what you want them to do when they're on the field. Yeah, you know, Lump, you've been around UH football for forever. I mean, you you as a player, as a GA, as a coach. You know, it it bothers me when I hear people talk about, you know, got to get Hawaii back to, we got to build it. Hawaii was, Hawaii had a a certain pride and togetherness before the quote brotherhood has come along. This 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 new new emphasis on on togetherness uh, is a direct result of what happened when Todd Graham was here. But before Todd Graham was here, there's been teams that have had tremendous uh, uh, unity and togetherness. Wouldn't you, wouldn't you agree oh, yeah. with that? Oh, 100%. That's what made us, that's what made us compete and why we were, why we competed and beat some teams that people thought that we, we shouldn't have is because of our togetherness. It started with, uh, with Coach Price, and, and then it continued with uh, uh, Dick Tomey and Wags and even more so with June. You know, it's, it's the whole idea. We used to sit around and have different sessions with each other, uh, with groups, and to learn about each other. And we had picnics. And oh, we, we, we were a, a close, a very close football team, very together. And I think you have to have that if you want to be successful on the field. You mentioned a coach who I think doesn't get nearly the 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 love that he deserves in Coach Larry Price. I think Coach Price was an incredible influencer of young men and and a great defensive football coach who was just one of those tough coaches that you walk through a wall for. That's exactly right. I learned more from from Larry Price and how to coach and how to handle young people and the idea of discipline and uh, caring about them and than any other coach I've, I've coached up under. He was, he was an amazing – he is an amazing person, and he was an outstanding coach. Yeah, I, I think – I mean, when I think about when I first came here, the Levi Stanleys and the Dexter Gomes and all these guys who played for Coach Price, the Cliff LeBoy, they would – they would run through a brick wall to play for that man. Right now, they they will. They I still mean, would, Pat huh? Pat Richardson and Cliff LeBoy and Dexter Gomes and uh, Manny DeSoto and and uh, Levi Stanley and all those guys. Man, we we love Coach Price and we love we still love him. Yeah, you know, we yep. do anything for him. Well, that, that's pretty special. Well, look, man, I appreciate you spending some time with us, giving us a little bit of uh, what's going on with uh, Kaiser and then your thoughts on UH. UH has got a long way to go to bring it back to where they're going to be, you know, at the top of the Mountain West. But the Mountain West is weak this year. I mean, it's as weak as I've ever seen it. So there's still an outside chance that they can they can be a, a difference in this, in this conference if they get to tomorrow's game and then can come home and get a couple. That would be outstanding. You know, I think you're right. It, it seems like uh, WAC, you know, is, is weaker than it's ever been when we were in there. I mean, the WAC was 
as as we've been through some changes, but it, it was a very strong, strong uh, conference, you know. And it seems this year that it seems to be a little bit down. So this is this is perfect for Timmy to to help build the culture that he wants and to get some wins on top of that. Yep. All right, man. Well, look, I appreciate you spending some time. Good luck tonight with Kaiser going up against Pearl City. You play them where? At Pearl City? Yeah, we play them at Pearl City. So uh, so you're the, vi- you're the visitors. Yeah, we need all the prayers we can get. Yeah. Well, go get it. Go get it. We'll, 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 be, we'll be casting some prayers for you. Have a good one, buddy. Appreciate you spending some time with us. Hey, no problem. You have a blessed day. All right, take care. Coach George Lumpkin. He's a guy who was a difference maker at UH for 30-plus years, still very much a difference maker, working with young people. I always said Lump, for all the coaches that he worked under and with, he was a character coach, and every team needs a character coach. We'll be back with more on Point right after this. Welcome back to the show. Let's go to the phone lines. We've got Brandon on the line. What's up, Brandon? Good morning, Artie. Good morning. UH basketball. Uh, what do you think they was picked uh, second? What they, you think? they picked second in the in the preseason poll, and I think that's about right. I would I would think they would be in the top three, and I think that they should be uh, one of the top teams without a doubt all season. This is this UH basketball team is probably. Other than the team that Iran Gannat inherited from Benji Taylor and Gib Gib Arno, uh, this will be the most talented team he has had uh, from top to bottom, and the expectations on this team should be very great. I I think that they should they should uh, they should do pretty well in the Big West this year, and uh, I think second place pick. Make it through the full season. Well, they've got to win the conference championship and win the Big West tournament. That's, at the end of the day, the most important thing because Big West is not a respected conference in the national level, and we won't get usually more than one team, and that team is usually the winner of the the tournament at the end of the season. But you've got to be playing good basketball to do that, and I think Hawaii has a chance. Do you think Coleman will be the player of the year? I think he he was picked as second team all conference uh, preseason all conference player. Uh, if Hawaii has the kind of season that they they hope to have, I think he might be in consideration. But there's a lot of guys that uh, are in this conference. It's a heavily guard oriented conference, so it's going to be real interesting. I think Kamaka Hepa needs to have a big year for Hawaii to be successful, and I think if. Samuda Samuda's got to come back and just get on the court and play. I, I don't want to put too much pressure on him early on, but I'm excited to see both he and Juan Munoz come back from those surgeries and compete. What about uh, Morsek? Morsek? Morsek is, uh, is he's a, a raw, big guy, but he's the best, physically the best big guy Aranga Nott and his staff have recruited. Do you think he will start? No. I don't think he will start no. in the beginning of the season. I think he'll come off the bench. There may be a game or two that he gets a start as the season progresses, but I think early on he'll be coming off the bench. Do you know when they open up? Exhibition game, November 3rd. First game is November 11th. That's the Rainbow Classic, huh? Yes. Okay. Thank All right. You. All right. Appreciate it. Thanks a lot for the phone call. Yeah, let's continue talking UH basketball now. They have, uh, I think, the makings of something pretty special, a second uh, place uh, picked by 
the preseason posters, uh, thinking that Hawaii should be one of the top two teams in the conference. I agree that Hawaii should be one of the top teams. I agree that this year's Hawaii team should win a lot of games because, to be quite honest with you, the schedule is not one of those schedules where, whoa, we got to play them, whoa, we got to play them. Our schedule is not that difficult. It's not a it's not a tough schedule. It's not a schedule that has a lot of uh, big-name colleges on it. We're not playing against anybody that is – that is uh, a school that we shouldn't be able to beat this year. I mean, it, it's not like we're playing, you know, Gonzaga or we're playing Kentucky or we're playing, you know, any any school like that. We we have a very favorable schedule this year, and it should be one that Hawaii wins 20-plus games. I, I would think that that would be an, uh, an expectation, and it should probably happen. Um, it should be a fun season. I hope. I think the players are really good guys. They they have got they get along real well. There's there's nice team unity. There's togetherness. Um, I'm 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 excited. I'm excited uh, for the season to get started because uh, we get to do some games and and watch good basketball and and hopefully they'll play a style of basketball where they open it up a little bit this year. And go up and down the floor. My biggest, my biggest hope is that both Juan Munoz and Samuta Avea can come back from surgeries and play. I would love to see them be like Kawhi Leonard was and John Wall were, but we'll see. I mean, John Wall came back with the Clippers. Kawhi came back with the Clippers, and both looked pretty good coming back from their surgeries and their injuries. I'm hoping that Samuta and John Wall will be able to do the same thing. And we'll find out real soon because it starts pretty soon. We've got to take our last break. No, we're good. I think we're good. We're good. Man, I thought we had one more. I'm good then. We're we're all we're all good. We're good. We don't have to take another break. So we've done our duties. And and thanked all our sponsors and 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 I have some tremendous sponsors and just a just a plug here, Jason Kiefer over at the Brain Health Hawaii. If you have a a child, especially if they're competing in sports and they've had a concussion or you even think they might have had a concussion, give Brain Health Hawaii a call because they uh, they do unbelievable work in setting benchmarks and guidelines and baselines for young people. And they don't have to be young, but it helps a lot of people get better, have a, a better sleep situation and recover and come back from injuries. We've got Junior on the line. What's up, Junior? Hey, excited. Oh, happy Friday, uh, Artie. Just wanted to say I'm looking forward to that uh, Chick-fil-A in uh, Ala Moana. It, uh, and, uh, they, they, they had a tremendous opening yesterday. I went down on Monday and 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 did right. a kind of a pre pre opening uh, walkthrough and got some food and I loved it. And I know Kurt and Ikaika are excited at what's going on, and I hope people will will have patience because the lines are going to be long. And but the one thing I've learned about Chick Fil A in my history when I've gone to the mainland, especially. The long lines move very quickly because their system is set up real well. Now, it requires employees to understand how to make it move quickly, and that's what they're working on right now. So people have patience. Don't get frustrated. It's worth the wait. 
Well, I just hope it's better than the traffic coming down into Honolulu, where we need the rail, right, Artie? We really do need the rail, right? Well, are people going to ride the rail, Junior? Are people going to ride the rail, rail? I mean, really? I don't know, because I would have rode it if I was in Kapolei, if we had a stadium, Artie. But you know, in our lifetime, we may not have the stadium because of our legislators who are just fussy about who wants to take control when we, the people, want to just see good football. Yeah, well, people want to see people want to see progress, and right. and uh, you know, in in Hawaii, we we have some issues, and we've got to work on some things. But I appreciate you appreciate your call, Junior. Thanks a lot. Have a great weekend. You picking Hawaii to win tomorrow? Okay, I'm sure you are. We hope Hawaii gets a win. All right, we'll talk this through. A couple weeks ago, the top ESPN came out with their top five to watch for the MVP race. Steph Curry, Joel Embiid, Luka, the Joker, Giannis. First couple days of the season, I'm moving Joel Embiid off of that top five. Yes, I'm moving him off after a couple games He's got to earn his way back to that top five. I, I need to move him over to the second five. Um, Devin Booker, Ja, Kevin Durant, and Tatum, and LeBron were the second five. Joel Embiid, he, he's going to trade places. I mean, he's, he's – no, you can't put him on the top five or the second five. I just so disappointed in his effort as a – as a center, he wants to be the man, the big guy in the middle. Come on, Joel Embiid, you can't come out and play like you don't care, like like you're worn out and you're tired. The season's just starting. If you're worn out right now, I hate to see you in six or eight weeks. That's I'm shame on you, Joel. Shame on you, Laura Beeman. Her team, the Wahine basketball team, picked number one. Now. That's what I'm talking about. Have expectations. Congratulations to Laura. Now you got to go out there and defend your 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 crown, so to speak. Pressure is going to be on the Wahine. They're doing it without a professional and Amy Atwell, who's no longer there. Good luck to them this season. They've got some players. They've got to put it all together, and they're going to be playing a pretty pretty competitive schedule. The men pick number two. Their schedule is not that tough, so they should win many, many games this year. It should be fun. San Diego, Philly, who wins that series? Real quick, Tanner. I'm going with San Diego. San Diego, Houston, and Yankees. Got to go Houston. Houston, Dusty Baker, my man. Got to love Dusty Baker. Anyway, Hawaii, have a great weekend. We will see everyone next week. Hawaii Rainbow Warrior football team should get a win against Nevada, it would be very disappointing for them to come up short against a Nevada team that they should win. Or, I'm sorry, against a Colorado State team that they should win. How did I say Nevada? They're oh, the base. They're like same team. It's because fine. I was looking at a note here, the Hawaii versus Nevada, and that was when I was looking back at the top five. Yeah, okay, anyway, have a good weekend, Hawaii. We'll see you next week.